welcome to the Everything Brought to Light podcast. It was once named Crime Brought to Light. However, I dived down into the world of ghosts, ghouls, and goblins. I really wanted to branch out from just true crime and talk about ghosts, paranormal, true crime, obviously, and just anything really that inspired me or intrigued me to talk about. So behold, I have everything brought to light. Hi, my name is Ethan, and trigger warning as always, because the cases that we talk about are a little gruesome and sometimes a little bit too much. Now is what I'm supposed to say. I normally post on X amount of days, but if I'm being very honest with you all, I have no idea when I'm going to post next. Could be next week or it could be next year, because at this rate, I don't know when I'm going to be posting on YouTube. But without further ado, I've done enough talking, so let's get right into this. This ghost was so terrifying that even police were freaked out. A home located at 284 Green Street in Enfield, England appeared to be a normal home. However, this home would eventually become the set of a horror movie called The Conjuring 2. Not really, but on a somewhat same topic, the movie Conjuring set and the actual house are basically so identical that one might actually think that they did record at the real-life Enfield house. Anyways, I digress. Peggy Hodgson, who was a single mother, moved her and her four children into the home. The first claim was in August of 1977, when Peggy was getting ready for bed, she kept hearing loud noises coming from her daughter's bedroom. As any fun-killing mom would do, she walked up the stairs and went into the bedroom with the idea of telling them to keep it down because it's time for bed, etc, etc. What was different was Peggy had opened up the door into the girl's bedroom and saw them freaked out sitting in a corner. They claimed that the drawers in the dresser were moving on their own by closing and shutting, and the mom at first didn't believe them until she witnessed it happen in front of her very eyes. Honestly, I'm just glad that the mom was able to witness the ghosts and not just the children because I always hated those movies where the kids know something deeper or darker is going on and the parents are just like, oh, you're just being a dumb little kid, just ignore it. But at the end of the day, then they find out that there is a ghost or ghoul happening and it's too late so I'm just glad that the mom was able to actually witness this and it wasn't even the mom we'll be talking about further where more people found out that a ghost was actually in this house Peggy went as far as calling the police and I'm not exactly sure what she told the operator but I would be very curious to see how that phone call went when police arrived they were very curious as to what they were about to witness however everything that you could have think of that would happen actually happened that night Apparently, a chair moved across the floor all by itself, and I assume the ghost had zero Fs to give and just wanted everyone to know that they meant business. Police even went as far as writing it in their statement. Over a period of 18 months, more than 30 people, including the neighbors, psychic readers, and journalists, said they variously saw heavy furniture moving on its own accord, objects being thrown across the room, and sisters seeming to levitate several feet off of the ground. One of the daughters, Janet, actually became possessed. Here is the video of the ghost speaking through her. I can't hear you talking. Now, say Dr. Belloff. Come on. Come on, say it for me, Dr. Belloff. Dr. Belloff. Many also heard and recorded knocking noises and a gruff voice that would be heard throughout the house. As you guys know, with anything paranormal, there's always going to be skeptics, so the Enfield house haunting definitely had a long line of people who felt that it was fake. 
One bone-chilling night in 1973, the two young McDaniel children of Enfield, Illinois, totally different from the last story we just talked about, the children claimed to see a weird creature lurking in their yard and trying to get into their house. They immediately ran to their father and told him what was happening, and of course, he didn't really believe their kids either. His beliefs quickly changed when he heard something scratching at the side of their house. He went outside and what he saw was a human-like creature. The reports state, and I quote, It had three legs on it, a short body, two little short arms, and two pink eyes as big as flashlights, end quote. Just because I mean, I'm going to make you sit for 10 seconds just looking at the sketch of this monster they saw. Enjoy. Now let's continue with the story. The father, Henry, apparently went inside to grab his gun and fired two shots at the creature, causing it to run off. His claims freaked out the town, and honestly, to say that it freaked out the town is just an understatement. It literally shot pure panic in everyone. So much so, it ended up getting five men arrested for firing shots into the air and woods as they thought that they saw this beautiful-looking creature. Since then, there have been a couple reports about the monster. However, no one really has seen it since, and I think that it's now just became like one big like story you would tell at a campfire. Warning, I'm about to show Robert the doll. If you look at him, you need to comment, Robert, please forgive me for looking at you. When you think of a haunted doll, you probably think that it would look like this. Well, in 2013, a mother bought her daughter a frozen Elsa doll. The doll was mainly for looks, and it would sing the famous song, Let It Go, in English. I mean, how scary can a frozen Elsa doll be? But wait, there's more. In 2015, the mother claimed that it would alternate from singing in English to Spanish, even though that wasn't an option. Despite her claim about the doll singing in only English, I did a little research of my own, and there is actually an option of where you can switch it between English and Spanish. Could have been her kids switching it to play a prank on her, or she could have mainly switched it herself and just not noticed. Or, my last point is that it could have been the ghost switching it from English to Spanish. Who knows? In December of 2019, the mom was freaked out because the doll somehow turned on by itself. Not to mention six years have passed and she claimed that the battery should have been well over dead. In secret of her children finding out, she did eventually throw the doll away and a few weeks later, she found the doll hidden in their bench. The mom freaked out, obviously questioned her kids and was asking if they had moved the doll on their own and they all claimed that they didn't even know that she was throwing the doll away. Now let's make a transition from ghosts to true crime. But if I do say so myself, some of these cases we're talking about are so demonic, so to speak, that they might as well fall into the ghost category. Not only was this man canceled, but he was put into jail. Austin Jones was known on YouTube for recording covers of popular songs and eventually making his own music. Innocent, right? Wrong. His fanbase was mainly young girls, which honestly is whatever because Blue's Clues' fanbase was mainly little kids. However, I don't think Blue's Clues was sending his fans messages demanding that they twerk for him on video like Austin did. On May 10th, 2015, a music website called Pup Fresh recorded that Austin had contacted multiple underage female fans, each time persuading the girl to twerk on video for him. Shout out to Pup Fresh for having enough courage to expose Austin, especially with Austin rising so high up in fame. And like the creepy, eerie, three-legged figure that I just showed you for 10 seconds, I'm going to be showing you the video that he sent to one of his fans asking her to twerk. Roll the clip. Oh, so this is like the first basic twerk 
Isso vai ser o que Even though this is very hilarious, the unfortunate fact about this case is some of his fans were very young and naive, so they did message him back with videos of them twerking. Since PubFresh had made the article, Austin was getting canceled left and right. However, cancel culture does bring a lot of attention to one individual, so this worked out in the justice system's favor because two years later, on June 12th, 2017, he was arrested for CP, which is a word I can't say, and sentenced to 10 years in prison. I feel like he should have been sentenced a little bit longer than 10 years, but that's just my opinion. Even though I find this extremely weird, apparently some teachers who have really good connections with their students text them outside of school just because they are like a mother or father figure to them, and I'm sure that this is very normal, it just always felt weird to me. However, Daniel Hawkins was so close to her students, she went as far as selling their soul to the devil. That might be a little bit out of the box, but let's get into the story. Daniel Hawkins was a teacher at a school, which I'll leave the name out of just because I'm not really in the mood to get sued today. She reportedly started to act weird in June of 2012, and she later gathered a group of former students and told them they needed to rid their bodies of demons. That Saturday night, they gathered around a small fire, and Danielle said they had to cut their skin to let evil spirits out. Out. Right then and there, I probably would have just got my stuff and walked out politely, maybe grabbed one of my friends and been like, hey, let's let's get on. But all the students were too scared to leave, so let's continue with the story. After the students cut into their skin, the teacher instructed that they needed to burn the wounds to ensure those spirits would not return. All the students did so except one, and when she held the lighter to their hand, the wind blew the flame out, which prompted her to dose his hand in perfume before setting it on fire. I guess she felt that the wind blowing the flame out was a sign from whatever she believed in and that meant that she needed to douse his hand in perfume to set it on fire. Who knows? Another teen was cut on the neck with a broken bottle. What's even sadder is none of the students told their parents as they feared what Miss Hawkins would do to them. Police only found out because one of the mutual kids that were involved friend had told their parents so shout out to that kid. We are going to be ending this video with a very dark case, so another trigger warning, I guess. Just buckle yourself up for this one. In Woodstock, Illinois, 2009, Kyle Morgan lured a homeless guy into his apartment promising food, warmth, and something to drink. Seems like a very nice gesture, however, your thoughts are going to be changed drastically about Kyle. A couple weeks go by and the apartment residents start noticing a foul stench coming from the apartment. They alerted maintenance and then of course when maintenance came inside they called police. Police discovered that the homeless man was struck multiple times with 666 written on his forehead and satanic writings on the wall in the victim's blood. That is gross. Of course, I assume Kyle would assume the police would be on his tail considering he didn't clean up the body and he had neighbors. He was later caught multiple states away after a traffic incident that led on a high-speed chase hitting two people in the process. In court, he pleaded guilty but mentally ill and he was sentenced to only 30 years in prison. If you all are familiar with my crime brought to light TikTok, you know that my statement is if you want to live someone that you should probably be sentenced for at least 
a lifetime sentence in prison. There's no way around it. However, I digress because I don't really want to rant for the next three hours, so this has been my video with a mix of ghosts and crime. Let me know if you guys enjoyed this. If you want me to talk about a specific story, let me know. Whatever camera I need to look at straight ahead at my face or the camera right here, I don't know. So if you saw me looking back and forth, it's just because I'm not sure which camera to look at when it's sideways. So. I digress, but I hope you all have a great rest of your week, and I might see you on Saturday, I might see you next year, we'll play by ear.